0: I'm Jake. And I'm Benny. And welcome back to Jake and Benny's Backyard Football. We had a pretty solid week of NFL football. We had probably game of the year with the Browns and the Ravens, and we'll go a little more in on that. Uh, We've got some developing stories to talk about, uh, some more injuries, unfortunately, and just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Let's go ahead and start off with game of the week, which is probably game of the year, in fact. Honestly, yeah, it was, we both agreed on this one. Uh, Browns and Ravens, and the last time we had a game like this fast pace, this high scoring was probably the Rams and the Chiefs. And I don't know, we saw a lot this game, especially with Lamar and
1: Baker Mayfield too. Baker Mayfield looked great. See, what I liked about this game is it was pass heavy and run heavy at the same time. Uh, all but one touchdown was that, or all but two touchdowns were actually running touchdowns. It was actually pretty surprising. A lot of touchdowns that night. And overall, there's still tons of passes, but running was really dominant in this game, which I am I usually like to watch uh, passing plays more. I'm definitely more of a passing guy. I think tons of people are, but the running was actually super entertaining in that game, especially by Lamar Jackson. Especially by Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, oh
0: my goodness. He was bullying the defensive line for the Browns as well. And you can't really sleep on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt for the Browns. Oh yeah, that was also, amazing. Yeah, they were pretty crazy in even the receiving game. Kareem Hunt had a receiving touchdown and he had a couple like 15 plus yard receptions. And, and that's something that he was utilized for on the Chiefs. And that's something
1: I forgot he could even do, to be honest. So although the Browns lost this game, if I'm a Browns fan, I'm not sad about this loss.
0: Yeah, no, uh, we're still the fifth seed for the playoffs. The Ravens aren't even in the playoffs, but... It was still a divisional game, and it still kind of mattered. But Browns fans have something to look forward to as they go against the Giants and the Jets upcoming.
1: Two back-to-back great weeks from Mayfield. I mean, he looked great out there. Uh, He had one bad play, which is the interception, but honestly, it was a really great play by the linebacker. It really was, so
0: can't knock Baker too hard for that. But of course, uh, I'm pretty sure you could find some way
1: to. But. Overall, amazing game. Definitely game of the year. Uh, I thought it was gonna be pretty hard to beat to beat that Cardinals and Seahawks game, but they just... yeah, definitely this is game of the year so far. Uh, one thing I want to say about uh, Lamar, do you think this silences his haters a little bit? Because we talked about this a lot. We don't know... or we think that he's kind of over-hated, but also he can be a little bit overrated. So, do you think this kind of should silence his haters? I mean, he had an amazing game.
0: Any person who can pull Paul Pierce and get the win, beautiful. Um, you can totally do it. When he came back from...
1: To the bathroom. yeah
0: when he came back from the locker room uh first throw off to marquise brown uh it was a huge play and honestly i think it should silence the haters um he had around 167 passing yards and around 120 rushing yards as well three total touchdowns to his name uh he was a big big factor in that game and this is a game that we haven't seen. This is a play style from Lamar that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the way he played last year. He was able to get out, make people miss, and uh, Miles Garrett was hurt for a couple, for a couple quarters in the game, and that really they really took advantage of that. The yeah. backup, uh, he kept biting in on the run, and Lamar would just take it up and just have a field day with it. I think it does silence his haters. He did an amazing job that week.
1: So Lamar, he needs to keep playing like this. His play style this week was perfect because you know this uh, typical uh, hates on him, how he's uh, only a running back, but this week he ran and he passed. I think if he gets that happy medium in between running and passing, he's gonna, like his haters will stop because that was a great game by him. He wasn't just running, he was passing. As he said, he had over 160 yards passing and running was just amazing too. Uh, Yeah, if he plays like this where he balances out, he'll he'll have no haters in no time. There were a few more games we wanted to talk about though. So I wanted to go in and discuss the Saints and Eagles game. Now this game was really important for multiple reasons. One of the reasons we'll get more into later. So uh, one of the reasons was it knocks the Saints down and they're no longer the number one seed. And honestly, this raises a lot of questions about Taysom Hill because last week and the week before. I thought Taysom Hill was doing pretty good. I looked at him maybe a long-term starter once in Breezer tires, but after this week he looked awful out there. He couldn't do any kind of passing. He was like he was a, he was like Lamar Jackson but without any uh pass game. I think he had three interceptions, sound close. Yeah, it was a really awful game for him uh but Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, they really came in like surprise. Jalen Hurts was amazing out there. He destroyed one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, before last week, I think it was five games of a touchdown the Saints allowed. So mm-hmm. just amazing defense by the Saints. And Jalen Hurts just went over there and just embarrassed them. Uh, I'll get more into him later with my hot take, but I think you had a game you wanted to talk about as well, right?
0: Yeah, I want to talk about the Chiefs and the Dolphins real quick. Um, it's crazy to think that In this game, we saw Patrick Mahomes throw more interceptions than he did the entire year. He threw three in this game. He also set the NFL record for the longest sack as he was trying to avoid a couple uh, defensive linemen from the Dolphins and he ended up getting sacked
1: uh, for a full
0: 30 yards. And the quarterback that really did shot was Tua Tagovailoa. He had an amazing game. Yeah, he did. He really stepped up. And I think this shows a bright future for the Miami Dolphins.
1: I was really rooting for uh, the Dolphins in this game. But obviously, I don't think Mahomes is going to lose again this season. I'm just being honest. He's amazing out there. Uh, But yeah, those three interceptions really hurt him. And... But again, then he makes up for it with a huge play, like Tyree Kill. A hu- yeah. The thing is,
0: uh, what I want to talk about is a lot of people only credit Patrick Mahomes to the Chiefs wins, saying that it's only just Patrick Mahomes. But this game shows that it's not just him. Because if you can throw three interceptions and still win the game,
1: obviously the other 21 men are doing something right. Oh, definitely. I think that... I like Patrick Mahomes a lot. I think he deserves all—he deserves a lot of the recognition he gets. I think he's an amazing quarterback. He's going to be the greatest of all time by the end of his career, I think. But besides that, he's not the whole entire team. I do think that without his receivers, he wouldn't have the success. I, he would, he's still a great quarterback, do not get me wrong, but he would not be breaking records and all that. I mean, he has Travis Kelsey, who's leading receiving yards right now as a tight end, which is insane. He has the fastest guy in the league. And Sammy Watkins is a solid second man as well, so he has so many weapons. Miko Hardman too. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit him. I, I said he's the. I think he's going to be amazing. He is amazing, and uh, but definitely, I think there needs to be more credit that goes to his team because he gets all the attention. And I, I don't know, the defense isn't bad either and his O-line especially, they help, help him out a ton. I mean, the 30-yard sack w- was his fault. It was. He tweeted that he was like trying to do something like Madden or whatever, uh, but yeah, it, it was his fault. He should have just ran out of the pocket and thrown it away instead of running back and trying to burn guys, but his O-line needs credit. His receivers need more credit, and overall, I think that without that team, he would not have nearly as, the success that he does have. Yeah, and that just shows that it's a team sport, really. Definitely. And- Let's go ahead and talk about
0: um, our players of the week. Who do you have? So, uh, I'm gonna go back with Derrick Henry. I'm not just trying to like... Yeah, it's totally understandable. I mean, he's been
1: stellar this season. So, uh, Derrick Henry putting against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He had 26 carries for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Now, keep in mind that he is the only player in NFL history to have uh, three games with 200 plus yards and two touchdowns, which honestly... That's insane to me because he's still a pretty young guy. I think he's 26, only been in the league for three or four years, and he's already doing stuff that players. His yeah, he's already breaking records and uh, he's making it look easy out there. I mean, no one can really. I've like it's hard to stop this guy. Only a few teams have been able to do that, and definitely not the Jaguars. I mean, uh, I was watching some film from other games. I saw on Instagram, it was a, uh, it was like a post just about how. How dominant he is whenever he plays Jacksonville. I mean, he just embarrasses them. He owns like the Jaguars. It seems he really like he does, and.
0: At the pace he's going at, I mean, we're probably looking at a potential Hall of Famer if he only goes up from here. I could see him being a Hall of Famer even. I say
1: he needs one Super Bowl and he's in the Hall of Fame right there. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, he's getting close to NFL records. I mean, he already has one with the multiple 200 plus yard games with two touchdowns. Um, He's
1: probably going to be back to back uh, rushing
0: leaders. He's probably just going to. Yeah, he's going to add his name to plenty more titles. Um, He's he's a monster out there on the field. For my Offensive Player of the Week, uh, I'm gonna bounce back to the Browns and Ravens game. Uh, I talked about it a little, little bit already. Uh, Lamar Jackson is my Player of the Week. He had, uh, like I said, he had 163 yards, 124 rushing yards, and then three total touchdowns. He was a monster on that
1: field. Definitely, yeah. So mine is uh, Kenny Moore on the Colts. He's a cornerback. He had five tackles, one interception, and one forced fumble. Again, it's pretty rare to see a player get a forced fumble and an interception, but he did it pretty easily, it seems like. Uh, I think, the, yeah, the Colts had a pretty easy win against the Raiders. And the Colts, honestly, they're a, I think they're an underdog team. Uh, they might be able to upset the Titans or whoever they play against come playoff time. I think so, too. Um
0: I'm gonna go ahead and go to Arizona for my defensive player of the week. I've got Hassan Reddick. Uh, he had a breakout game. He had five sacks and three forced fumbles. I mean, if you're able to do that on defense, I mean,
1: you're almost starting to win the game. Yeah, three forced fumbles is insane. I'm even like one is just a really good, like I know, like, get one. You hear like three fumbles in a game,
0: you're kind of expecting the rest of the team to be credited to that, but having one player, Credited with three forced fumbles in one game—that is insane.
1: So, uh, yeah, definitely just crazy. But I want to talk about the Cardinals really quick. They've kind of fallen like fallen off since that midpoint season. I felt they they kind of peaked really early in the season. Uh, I'm not sure. I just don't they're think, not. I just don't think they're ready. They're not ready, not yet. Uh, they are not in the playoff picture currently. I believe it's, uh, yeah, I think they're really close to being inside of the uh, wild card round. But as of now, I do not think they are last time I checked next year or maybe the year after. I think they're going to be a Super Bowl team.
0: Yeah, for sure. They're definitely going to eventually take over the NFC West in the next couple of years. Um, Kyler Murray's looking great. Uh, they got Kenyon Drake. They've got a lot of talent s- uh, surrounding the team. And I think they just need one more key player. Uh, on defense, maybe even offense. And I think they're good. I think they're golden.
1: I totally agree with that. There wasn't plenty of news this week, but we were able to pull some. So uh, the Lions are ready to move on from Stafford, which I think is a huge mistake. Yeah,
0: I don't think that this is what you want to do. Um, I think maybe because this is the start of a rebuild for the Lions, maybe they bring in a new coach, they bring in a new GM, and they just start from scratch. If that's the case, we'll probably see some big names get shipped out, like Jeff Okuda, for example. Um, But Matt Stafford, um, I feel like every time I tune into a Lions game, he's outside the pocket making some crossbody throw that gets complete somehow, some way. He's always, like, on a game-winning drive. Like, Matt Stafford, he's really an unsung hero. Uh,
1: He's a phenomenal quarterback. Uh, Yeah, complete mistake by them, if this is true. Uh, But overall, it's just i don't know matt stafford as you said he's a great comeback player uh i was reading something i think he has 38 game-winning drives in his 72 career wins and uh yeah he's one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the league we were talking about it earlier and overall bad decision by them uh i'm happy for stafford though because he's not going to find any success in uh detroit maybe if he goes somewhere else like i would love to see him go maybe over to the vikings i mean i know Kirk- Cousins have been playing a little bit better, but Matt maybe,
0: Stafford with uh, Thielen? With yeah, that'd be pool, dangerous. Or with maybe, an actual team around him, I think Matt Stafford would
1: be great. Throw him on the football team. I mean, he got uh, Terry McLaurin over there. That'd be, a, that'd be a great connection. He needs a great uh, quarterback. And overall, I don't, I don't know. That's not very smart by the Lions, but it's good for Stafford. The NFL got approved for a 17-game season. This uh, They might do that next season, uh, but overall, I don't know. I kind of like the 16-game season. I feel like 17 would just be kind of a weird number.
0: Yeah, 17 was only approved for just in case uh, COVID.
1: Yeah, which I don't think they need to do it. If they do, whatever, uh, I guess that'd be better than having to keep postponing games and just ruining the schedule because the whole Ravens thing was just a mess.
0: Yeah, don't even mention the whole Broncos situation. Uh,
1: Drew Brees is expected to return, which we talked about uh, Taysom Hill just a few minutes ago. Uh, This is really good for the Saints because they cannot afford another loss. If they fall down to nine and four, that wouldn't be very good for them because uh, then the Packers are one whole game ahead of them. They're tied at the Seahawks. And the NFC is honestly a really competitive division right now because the Packers and the Saints are tied right now for the number one spot. And the Seahawks Seahawks and Rams are right behind them with the nine and four. So overall, it's just a really competitive division. Having Breeze back is going to help them out a lot. Uh, the Vikings are working out with a new kicker, uh, Chandler Catanzaro, and that's huge for them because their guy missed a Dan lot. Dan Bailey. Yeah, was... Dan Bailey had an awful game. And this is a man who had a pretty nice career
0: with Dallas for a while, and um, I don't know, kind of seeing kind of seeing this kind of a poor performance from him, it's really shaky.
1: I mean, this was kind of a weekend for kickers, honestly. I uh... Every yeah. kicker had a bad game, I mean. There's always that one week. The Jets missed three. The Seahawks missed an extra point. The Saints missed two extra points, I believe. Browns, Cody
0: Park, he missed one.
1: Yep, this guy missed one, or missed three. Uh, and then, who else? Uh, McManus missed uh, two extra points, which he tweeted on Twitter. said, McManus sucks. And he retweeted and said, sorry, I thought this was my burner account. Uh, it's just good to see that he can take that kind of stuff lightly. I mean, McManus is one of the, like, he's one of the greats in the league. Uh, so yeah, honestly, horrible weekend for kickers. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Hopefully, this works out for the Vikings. You brought up how the Jets also had a few missed kicks. Yup, they had three missed kicks against the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, they're cutting their kicker Sergio Castillo. Uh, I think it's a good call. They're firing everybody but uh, Adam, Adam Gase, Gase right unfortunately, now. Unfortunately,
0: but we'll see. We'll see if that keeps going.
1: The Cowboys are pretty set on keeping Mike McCarthy. Uh, I'm honestly, I, I understand why. It's their first season. They have had a lot of injuries, a lot of COVID stuff. So,
0: Dallas, I mean, yeah, I think, I think since the Prescott injury, they've just taken a step back. They're probably just gonna add a couple names to their team, and I could see them really back in it
1: next year. Yeah. If McCarthy cannot make up for this next year, then I would definitely like change him out. Then, but yeah, that would be a good suggestion. He just had a really rough year on his team. So I, w- I would give him a little bit of slack. Uh, but Darnold does want to stay with the Jets. I get why. Uh, I don't think a lot of teams would want Darnold, honestly. I think that Darnold has a lot of hidden talent. I just think that Adam Gase is using him right. And you guys know our opinions of Adam Gase. We almost go off on him every week. Yo. But uh, Darnold, I think it's a good call for him. Uh, I do think that Adam Geese will get fired soon. Give it a few weeks or a few months, he will get fired and hopefully Darnold can get himself a good team around him. Yeah. So more quarterback news, uh, Minshew is starting back in uh, Jacksonville. They're a mess right now. They're the second worst team in the NFL. I believe they are one in 12. And, and honestly, yeah, they've had three different starting quarterbacks. None of them like injury related. They've just been swapping, swapping people out. Uh, Mike Glennon was starting over there. And now uh, Minchie's back. Minchie is back. But honestly, I don't see uh, Minchie really doing good. I see him leaving Jacksonville after this season.
0: Yeah, most likely. And uh, Jacksonville's probably, I even, I think they're going to go for a quarterback in this draft. Um, let's say the Jets don't pick Trevor Lawrence, which I'm pretty sure they will, but. Um, That'd be pretty big for them. They really would be, but if they don't, all right, if the Jets do pick Trevor Lawrence, they're probably most likely going to go with Justin Fields, also a phenomenal quarterback. and uh, one I feel is not talked about enough, but I think I think uh, Minshew Mania is going
1: to be over in Jacksonville. Definitely. So uh, the Eagles have announced that Hurts is going to be their starter. I totally support this. Uh, not much more I want to say about this just yet. The Raiders did fire their, uh, the Raiders did fire their defensive coordinator uh, Gunther. Overall, I don't really watch many Raiders games. Uh, But their defense is
0: definitely at fault for a lot of their losses, especially against the Colts. They let up, I think they lost 44 to 27.
1: Yeah, it's like the year once when uh, Derek Carr's doing good, they get uh, Henry Ruggs and just a pretty good offense. Now the defense is doing bad. Overall, I, I agree with this decision. I think it was a good call by them. And then uh, one more thing of news for you guys, uh, Matt Nagy, his future as the head coach is uncertain right now. Uh, I think they lost seven in a row. No, they won last week. I think they won this week. They did actually win this week. Uh, Mitch Chubitsky actually had a pretty good game. Solid game. From- which is honestly surprising. So it's kind of weird that they're talking about firing him now, but I understand why. I mean, I mean how do, you, lost- how do
0: you open up five and one and then go five and six?
1: Yeah, it's like you lose five games in a row, It's gonna hurt your team a lot. It's gonna hurt morale. But yeah, honestly, there's a lot of bad coaches in the league right now, and he definitely is on, he's looking like he's a bad coach right now, so I'm not sure. On the hot seat for sure. Definitely. If
0: Matt Nagy gets fired before Adam Gase, man,
1: I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that. I have no more hopes for any, yeah, for the Jets after that. (laughs) And we're gonna bounce over to injuries. Got a lot of them this week.
0: Jordan Jenkins for the Eagles is facing IR. We've got a couple other names like Brandon Linder, Ronald Jones, Geno Atkins for the Bengals uh i'm pretty sure he's getting a surgery that's gonna take him out yep henry ruggs is on the covid list jack driscoll is out with an mcl sprain we got justin reed out for the year uh rodney rodney mcleod for the eagles is out for the year uh duke dawson for the broncos is done for the year with a torn acl and then robert spillane on ir jeff okuda to get groin injury we talked about him earlier uh Miles Gaskin is set on the reserve COVID list and Everson Griffin also on that list as he tested positive for COVID-19.
1: So yeah, tons of stuff this week. Hopefully all those guys can recover fast and be back out in the field.
0: Yeah, a lot of torn ACLs, which has been a common has been kind of a common theme this this year. And do you think the lack of a preseason really is the reason we're seeing so many injuries this year?
1: Uh yeah, honestly. Uh they didn't get a proper training and they didn't get their preseason. There's never been this many injuries in the NFL, I feel like. Tons of big names have been hurt, which is just really unusual. Uh, I definitely think it's without a preseason because they don't get the chance to go out on the field and actually get some real football in. So hopefully next season all this COVID stuff is done so then they can go back on the field and get the, you just get that early kind of preparation in for the season. It's official, the dynasty is over. So for this week's weird stat, I'm gonna go be talking about the Patriots. So. This is the first time in 17 years, the Patriots will have a season with less than 10 wins. I'm gonna be honest, Tom Brady is the reason why they had the success. I mean, uh, before the season, when when he got traded, I was thinking, man, uh, Belichick is the reason why Tom Brady had all the success. Without Brady without Belichick, there's no Brady. But honestly, I think it's definitely pretty obvious now at this point that Brady is why they had all the success. I mean, he. I don't know. I can't talk about this right now.
0: You got this.
1: Seventeen years is a crazy, really long streak. It's it just shows consistency in this team. I mean, their worst record I think was in two thousand eight when they went eleven and five, which is uh, I, I bet tons of teams want that to be their worst record in the last seventeen seasons. I'm pretty sure Jets fans would really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but yet again, I want to go over to Tampa Bay really quick. It is. I, I know I did just say that uh, without Brady, there's no, or without Belichick, there's no Brady, but the same thing can be said because Brady is not doing so hot over in Tampa Bay. Uh, they are in the wild card round as of now, but overall they've, they've had a lot of ugly losses and yeah, I think that they really just complimented each other. But again, one team is going to the playoffs. One team is looking like it's probably not gonna go. So I think that Brady is the reason why, why they all success over new England uh i don't know what they expected i mean you can't get rid of a generational talent and just expect to be able to get a a washed up free agent and have the same success no offense to like cam Newton or anything but uh honestly they need to get a new quarterback because cam Newton is not the answer he looked really good at the beginning of the season not gonna lie he had really good games but he just fell off they had that one amazing game last week 45 to 0 but then they lost 20 24 to 3 i think this week and overall they just looked really bad Uh, Getting a new quarterback would be a really welcome thing over there. But overall, it's just not looking good. It's
0: not looking good. And uh, I do think that the chemistry for Cam Newton is still there. Uh, I think I read somewhere that Bill Belichick is still sticking with Cam Newton. I think he said uh, Cam's our guy. Uh, I do think that there is hope for Cam Newton. I just think that kind of like a similar situation with the Cardinals, I just don't think that they're ready this season. Uh, I think they're going to face the first like real rebuild stages of a team. And I only say this is the first real one because obviously they haven't had to do this in a while. Um, they're kind of used to being in the playoffs every single year, yeah. it seems like. But I do think Cam is the answer. And uh, for now, even if they even go out and try to get another quarterback, I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I'm pretty sure the fans wouldn't be opposed to that either. But personally, I feel Cam Newton is the answer. And I just think they need to work on chemistry a little more because this is... I mean, you see Bill Belichick calling QB sneaks, you see him calling design QB runs, and obviously he's never done that before. And I think, like I said, I think they just need to build some chemistry and I think it'll be there.
1: I, uh, yeah, I could see that. I don't really necessarily agree with that, but I, I could see where you're coming from. So uh, talking about quarterbacks, I'm gonna go right into my hot take. I think that Jalen Hurts is the answer for the Eagles. I mean, uh, we talked about, I didn't really wanna talk about it too much earlier, so I could do my hot take. But Jalen Hurts looked great on Sunday. He beat the Saints. As I said, the Saints had an amazing defense, but Jalen Hurts went out there and just balled out. I mean, last week when he went when he got put in a losing situation against the Eagles, uh, I think they were down 20 to three and he came back. I mean, I think the final score was like. I I, I think it was around ten to uh, we threw a touchdown, I think it was 17 i think the final score was around 17 to 24. so jalen hurts honestly came back into the pack they didn't win obviously but he looked good and then this week he looked really good against the saints uh now do you think if they were to put him in earlier in the season that they might be a better team
0: i think so um i've been a big voucher for jalen hurts for a while um jalen hurts he's been brought in as like a wildcat quarterback uh on designed runs they brought him in at wide receiver running back and it kind of really, I didn't really like that. Um I felt like the Eagles didn't really like feel like they had a quarterback that like a real quarterback, I would say. I don't think they, they were using him correctly, but I think it did help because Jalen Hurts kind of got to see what it's like on the field, like what they got to go through on certain plays. And I think I think if he would have started early in the season, I think he would have been all right. But I don't think he would have been as dominant as he's has he as he is now. Um, the way he's been playing the last couple games, I think I think it's good. I think he needed some time to really like digest the NFL atmosphere and get a feel for that. And he's still doing that on the field. He had a couple mistakes against the Saints, but those were just like simple rookie mistakes. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a great NFL quarterback, I think, and I think he is a long-term answer for the Eagles.
1: Yeah, they were really struggling with the quarterback situation and uh, they have a shot at the playoffs right now. I mean, right now the AFC or the NFC East is probably the most competitive division in football, which is really weird to say. They have uh, three teams that could still snag that number one spot. And right now, I just think that the Eagles could still go in there. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll cause some noise in the playoffs. Maybe they might win their wild card round. But I don't really see any NFC East team going super far in the playoffs. Uh, But who knows? It's been done before. Uh,
0: Speaking of the Eagles and speaking of quarterbacks, um, let's go ahead and talk about Carson Wentz a little more. Uh, I wanted to bring up my hot take. And I don't think Carson Wentz's career is over. Uh, Back when he had his MVP-like season, close to an MVP season, you know, he had a phenomenal year. We all thought Carson Wentz was going to be the next big thing. Uh, His quarterback coach was Clay Wright. And he left uh, shortly after that season. And he went over to Indianapolis and if you notice before Phillip Rivers came in, Jacoby Brissett was actually looking really solid. Yeah. Uh, that's still one of my biggest questions. I don't know why they felt the need to bring in Phillip Rivers. Um, it was it was less than halfway into the season when Phillip Rivers threw more interceptions than Jacoby Brissett did the year before. And I don't think Phillip Rivers is the answer there. I think Phillip Rivers is a little washed, but that's another argument for another time. I wanna focus on Clay Wright, the quarterback coach. Um, I feel if you bring in Carson Wentz, if if the Eagles can work with a deal with the Colts and get Carson Wentz traded over there, I could see Clay Wright once again coaching up Carson Wentz, and hopefully we could see a scheme around Carson Wentz better than what the Eagles were doing. Because I feel the Eagles gave up on Carson Wentz uh, shortly after his injury problems, and that's pretty sad to see. But I think that that's the unfortunate truth of Carson Wentz. Uh, I think. He's on a team that just gave up on him. Uh, uh, you see fans. Fans have been uh, trying to get Jalen Hurts in for the longest time. Uh, I think he just needs to go somewhere else. And I think reuniting with his original quarterback coach, Clay Wright, in Indianapolis would be the best move for him. And I, with that, I think he has another shot in the
1: NFL. Uh, I could see that. There's another team that I could see him going to, uh, the Bears. Now, The Bears have never had a good quarterback. Their best quarterback has been Jay Cutler. And overall, yeah, they've had a horrible quarterback room. I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is a good quarterback by any means, but I think a new atmosphere would be best for him. I think seeing him with the Bears would be pretty cool because uh, Mitch Trubisky, he's not good. I'm just being honest. I know you tried to advocate him for Uh, him before. Yeah, I I used to want to advocate him for him. He had a great game this week, but It's one game.
0: Yeah, it's one game. Uh, I gave up on him a couple weeks ago. Uh, I really held my neck out for him. I wanted him to do good, but unfortunately, they need someone else there.
1: So, yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see uh, Carson Wentz go there and maybe Matt Stafford, too. That'd be pretty cool. But, yeah, do you have anything else to add on your hot take?
0: Uh, Honestly, that kind of just wraps it up there. Uh, I just think that Carson Wentz... I don't think people should write off Carson Wentz just yet. So, we have four teams that have clinched a playoff spot in the playoffs this season uh, for the AFC we got the Chiefs and the Steelers and then the NFC we got the Packers and the Saints uh,
1: out of these four teams uh, what do you think about each of them? Uh, so the Packers I think they're either going to be a first or a second round exit if they if they don't get the uh, the bye week I think they're going to be a first or second round exit just because they can't play very well against good teams I feel like I feel like it's either a super close game or they just lose like straight up. Uh, so I'm not sure about that. The Packers look—they're—they're they're a weird team. They're kind of like Seattle in some ways, but yeah, I don't know.
0: I think, I think if they if they don't get the buy and they have to play even in the wild card for some reason, they're winning. Uh, I think they can make it to. They'll probably play in the divisional or the conference maybe, but uh, I think the Packers should be fine. The Saints. Um, Man, they've been they've been deep in the playoffs so many times.
1: They deserve to win, but I unfortunately don't think they're going to make it once again. If my Seahawks don't win it this year, I'm rooting for the Saints all the way. I just, Drew Brees needs to retire, and I think this should be his year. If he wins the Super Bowl, he can do, do it like Peyton Manning retire on top. And I'm not sure though. I think the Saints are going to be in this, it, they're probably going to be uh, in the NFC Championship. I'm not sure about that total. I'm not sure if they're going to represent the nfc in the super bowl but i think they're going to be in the nfc championship without a doubt
0: for sure and then let's bounce over to the afc uh the chiefs uh they're a phenomenal team they're my super bowl winning
1: team yeah i think do. they're winning the super bowl as I well don't, i
0: think right now in today's nfl atmosphere i don't think there's anybody that can really compete with the chiefs properly me neither um chiefs are a force to be reckoned with we talked about them earlier with Patrick Mahomes and just the whole team he has around him in general, um, the Steelers are a fluke eleven and two team. I'm not saying that as a biased Browns fan. I do think that, like, all right, they, I'm not discrediting the fact that they're like not a good team or anything. They are a good team, but I think they've just had it really easy this season, and I think that might get to their heads come the playoffs. Um, pretty, I think, I think them losing, uh, I think them losing their first game last week. I think that that was good for them because now they don't have to focus on being 16 and 0. They can focus on the playoffs and trying yeah. to win the Super Bowl instead of trying to unleash all of your talent in the regular season and like being totally predictable in the off, uh, in the playoffs. You can just focus on building for the playoffs. Um, regardless, though, I think they've had too easy of a schedule. Um, I am discrediting them for the playoffs. I don't think they're going to really do anything. I don't think they're going to be in the conference.
1: I want to talk about Juju really quick. Uh, me and my brother were talking about him earlier, and Juju went from one of the most loved players, one of the most hate, hated players, and really fast, just because of TikTok, honestly. Just in honestly, a minute. I, like, minute. Uh, I understand why. Like, if I was a player, I would hate him. He, he thinks it's funny, just like, I mean, it's kind of funny, but uh, <laughs> every single game, he goes and dances on the other team's logo. And I know teams don't forget about that. That's just disrespectful. I know most teams hate when, when people do that. I mean, look at the Cowboys, for example. Uh overall, I don't know. Tons of people do hate him. I'm not yeah. He really went from one of the most loved to one of the most hated players. But going back to football talk, I do think that the Steelers are overrated. I think they're probably the yeah, worst eleven and two team in history. Uh they look good against bad teams. Or they look decent against bad teams, but look awful against good teams. I mean, Big Ben couldn't really even really compete against the Bills. There was a lot of bad bad decisions in that game. I don't know. Uh but those are the top four seeds as of now, top two in each division. They both Those teams all did clinch a spot. My prediction, I, I do think it's going to be Chiefs and Seahawks. I'm not just saying that as a Seahawks fan, I promise you guys. But uh, the Seahawks, they're a very weird team. So, if you guys watch them at all, they are Awful, no, okay, they play to other teams levels. It doesn't matter who they're who they're playing. They're gonna play to that team's levels, except the Jets, but it's the Jets. So I think that the Seahawks are gonna shock people in the playoffs. Uh, the defense has really stepped up. Uh, they have the, honestly, probably one of the best pass rushes in football, and I think the third best. Jamal Adams just broke an NFL record only in nine games. And, uh, but I do think they're gonna lose to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are just unstoppable right now. Do you have any Super Bowl picks as of yet? Uh, my, I just I just know the Chiefs are going to win, in my opinion. Uh,
0: I really feel they will, uh, regardless of who they even go against.
1: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is just too good right now, and he's going to be too good in these next few years as well. Uh, this brings up a debate that people have talked about. Do you think that Mahomes is going to be the GOAT by the end of his career? I do, for sure. Um, fastest player to hit 10,000 uh, career passing yards, fastest player to hit 100 passing touchdowns. I mean, in two in two seasons as a starter, he won MVP, won Super Bowl MVP, and won a Super Bowl. I mean, who else has done that? I mean, he's on track to win MVP yet again this year. So yeah, he's just he's on fire. Uh, no one's gonna stop the Chiefs this year, sadly. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, cap catches up to them soon, because I don't want another New England Patriots, especially another in the AFC. Yep. And that concludes Jacob Benny's backyard football.
0: Thanks for tuning in to episode 14, everybody. And if you want to stay in tune with us and what we're doing with the show or our Patreon, even, you can follow us on our social medias. That's Jake and Benny's Backyard Football on Facebook, Jake and Benny FB on Twitter, Backyard Football Podcast on IG. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week.